Well, good morning, private practice success community. How are you going today? Gerda here, of course, clinical psychologist and private practice success coach and mentor. And my lovely assistant, Abby, is sitting right over there, sharing away in our various Facebook groups so that a lot of people can know that I'm currently live because I don't pre-schedule this stuff, okay? I just decide I'm going live this morning after my morning run, get in the shower, do my hair, get ready, get set up. And um, so that I can let as many of you as possible know that I am actually live because it's so much more fun when you are here live with me and we can interact and you can ask questions. Hey, Mark, you are the first one to join. Jenny, you are number two that's here. Hello, everybody. So glad that you are hopping on. Mark is laughing already and I haven't even started my jokes. <laughs> so glad to have you here. I did go for my morning run, of course. I almost thought that it might be one of those days where I was going to run in the rain, which is absolutely the best. It was lightly dripping, 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 but didn't start a full rain. I was actually disappointed, actually quite disappointed, uh, because there's nothing to make you feel as alive as running in the rain. So, how are you going there, Abby? Two out of four. Pardon? Two out of four. Two out of four. Okay, Abby is sharing away like crazy. Hey, Jackie, how are you going? Did you get my Voxer? I haven't checked Voxers this morning, but I did Voxer you about this week. Be sure to check and get back to me. Hope you are having a fabulous day in Sydney. And I thought I wanted to come live this morning and share something with you because I'm actually sitting here, you can see at the back of me, um, in my living room. And normally when I need to work on a specific project or a specific thing, that I need to do, Jackie says, oh, I will check. Thanks, Gerda, perfect. I actually move away from PPS HQ, which is another living area that I converted into um, like a home office. So we've got one, two, three desk stations around the um, walls and then one big boardroom table with chairs for when my management team or operations teams comes in for us to have meetings and there's bookshelves and all of that stuff. So that's really like my my day-to-day -day working space while still working from home. So it's really set up like a home office. But when I need to do a specific task and I don't want to get distracted, that's when I actually move out of that area and come and sit here where I am now. I'm sitting on the floor on some pillows. This is the couch behind me. And I'll probably either sit on the floor, or sit on the couch and move from the one space to the other so that I actually just have this dedicated space with no interruptions to really focus on doing the specific task that I have. All good? Thanks, Abby. And uh, the task that is booked into my diary that I need to do today, this morning, is I need to put together a, a PowerPoint presentation. Hey, Joe, thanks for hopping on. I need to put together a PowerPoint presentation for the um, workshop or presentation, it's not really a workshop, that I am presenting at the APS, that's the Australian Psychological Society's National Conference, which is taking place, is it next week? No. When is it? I should probably know this date, but <laughs> let's just quickly go on to Google Calendar and make sure I've got the right time. I think it's next week. Is it not next? Ah, 
I've got an extra week. Thank goodness. Um, yes. So it's on the Thursday the 20th, I think. Thursday the 20th, we are going to, well, we're flying out on... Oh, thank goodness, yes. I've got an extra week. Oh, can breathe easy. Um, so we're flying out on the 26th, and on the 27th, that Thursday, I'm actually presenting at the APS National Conference. And I actually um, emailed them uh, at the end of last week just to find out how many people they have coming because I'm also going to be an exhibitor uh, there where I'm going to have my little table and have my books and all my stuff to really promote Private Practice Success Australia. And I needed to know, you know, for how many people can we expect it's going to be there? And then, of course, only a certain portion of that will actually, of course, get to my table. And they said they already have more or less 1,200 people registered and they expect to have 1,500 people registered come event time. That is the 27th of September. So it's needless to say, it's going to be a pretty big uh, conference. This is the big one where all the various, um, you know, psychologists, doesn't matter what type of psychologist you are, um, in terms of whether you work in schools, whether you work in private practice, whether you work in public health, doesn't matter where you work, we all come together um, at that conference. And um, this is only the second time, no, third time in my 14 years of being in Australia that I've actually gone to an APS con conference. It's going to be really interesting. I did two last year where I was also an exhibitor and this year I'm exhibiting and I am presenting. And so today I need to put that presentation together. And I thought what better way to get into the headspace of marketing because that is the topic that I'm talking on than to go live and talk to you guys about marketing and really get my head into that space of talking all things marketing. So I can't tell you word for word the, the, the title that's on the program for me, but it is, it is a how-to session in terms of how to market your private practice, but from an ethical and values-based perspective, i.e. so you don't feel like a bloody icky salesperson you know, um, trying to sell somebody like the um, people that call you at night, uh, telemarketers trying to sell you stuff. You don't want to sound like that. You don't want to feel like that, but you still want to market your private practice because if you don't market it, you can't have clients, right? So, um, so I need to put that presentation together today. And an interesting fact, <laughs> why I need to get in the right mindset as well, is uh, when I submitted my abstract for the conference, so you guys might know, of course, that if you want to speak at an event, you submit an abstract, the um, whatever committee, organizing committee will look at it and then decide whether this is actually in line with the scope um, of the conference, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And they, I, I sent in my abstract, which I probably typed up in like 10 minutes, and they sent it back to me and they said that it is not scientific enough for the community where it's going to be presented. Okay, not scientific enough. So, needless to say, that triggered my rebellious child inside. And then I went, really? Not scientific enough? This is a how-to session. It's part of the how-to sessions. And I personally 
um, you know, um, and, and that's just me. I personally hate presentations, which is all about the research. I know research is important. I know research is important. But for me as a private practice psychologist, I want to know, okay, you've done the research. What does that mean for me? Okay. You don't have to convince me with the research. Just tell me there was research. It was evidence-based. What was the outcome and how do I use this? to impact the lives of the clients that I see in private practice. Okay, so I like personally to take the fluff out of stuff, uh, to take the jargon out of stuff and just go, this is what you need to do. This is how it works. Um, and obviously uh, my style isn't very scientific. As you guys know, I've got very little filters. So of course I hopped into my inner circle, my 12 month inner circle group and I went blah, 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 blah. And I washed out my mouth in there about, um, you know, my rebellious child was being triggered, you know, ain't my things, my stuff way of talking good enough. And of course, they just reflected nicely that Gerda, you've been triggered. Um, you know, do you want to present there? If so, you're going to have to redo this. Um, and that's the beauty of, of having a community like the inner circle where they can actually sometimes mentor and coach me actually. Um, so I waited until the deadline day to rewrite that submission and I just went, okay, good. I just put on your university hat, put on your master's student hat because that's the last time I was at university and try and be really academic and scientific. And I went, okay, I'm going to be the little adaptive child now. And I'm using transactional analysis terms because I'm psychodynamically trained and I love transactional analysis. And um, I put that little hat on as well and I wrote it and they accepted it, of course. Yes. So I towed the line and I will be speaking in one of the how-to sessions. However, nobody can control what it's going to sound like or look like on the day. Abby is sitting here working away on a laptop. I was actually thinking on my run this morning, I'm going to play music. I want to come up with a really awesome um, out there rap song. You know, like, oh, you, you haven't been to masterclass. My masterclass, the graduates will know what I do, which song I play when they walk into masterclass. And I thought I want to play potentially that one or something better. And if you've been to my one day workshop, you will know that I also uh, play music there because I hate stuff that's boring and I'm not going to present a boring presentation. You know, I like being different and guys, I'm hoping that in the back of your mind, you are starting to draw some um, connections between what I'm saying now and how you need to market your practice, right? We don't want to all be the same. Um, you don't want to be boring. You don't want to copy what other people do and you really want to own who you are, right? You want to own who you are and I am Gerda Mala and I do stuff differently and sometimes that doesn't fit the mold, right? It, I just don't fit the mold of scientific. Um, yes, I do stuff that's evidence-based in my clinical practice. Needless to say, you can't build two group private practices if you're not first and foremost an excellent clinician. So I will own that. And that's not boasting. You know, I, I'm good at what I do as a psychologist and I'm good at what I do uh, in teaching people, mentoring them and coaching them on how to run a successful group private practice because I've been there, done that. Um, and it's very practical. 
all right it's very hard to it's like do this don't do that of course people have the choice to choose what they want to do right but i'm going to tell them no holds bars um straight up no filter what it is that i've learned so they really have the facts and that's just how i am um, so don't always try and fit the mold even in your marketing yes you want to do your marketing ethically and but you want to do it values-based and that also means being true to you right being true with your integrity mark says your facebook following has grown massively there is numbers in that exactly and it's in and you know it's just because of being who i am and that's why I also i'm not a big believer in competition whether that is the work that I do here or in my private practice because nobody else can be the psych professionals just like nobody else can be um, the, the psychology practice that's in my building nobody else can be that psychology practice down the street or in the suburb next door we each bring our different flavor into our marketing into our branding into how we talk about what we do and it's when you try and do what other people are doing that's when you're gonna lose okay you only win by owning and when i say win i mean you're going to be successful by staying in your lane and staying focused on this is who i am this is my vision this is uh, why i'm doing this stuff this is my purpose this is the team and the practice that i want to create this is the impact i want to have on the community and i'm going to do it my way whilst doing it of course according to the ethical guidelines and the APRA rules and regulations but i'm going to still own who i am okay and be really true to that and that is what makes you stand out from everybody else and the more you can do that with confidence and conviction the easier it becomes all right and the more people believe in you and when people believe in you guess what they start to trust you and guess what that's when they start to say yes to booking in and having a session with you or yes to recommending you to their friends and family and yes to um, you know bringing their kids to come and see you or saying yes to actually trusting you with their marriage that's breaking down um, it's so so important to be true to who you are hey Maria how are you going it seems from Facebook tells me and the photos that you are having one fabulous time at the moment here in Queensland and why would you not so anyway i am prepping uh, well i need to prep my powerpoint presentation and you know it's like powerpoint i don't potentially like slides uh, but i'm going to do my best to have an amazing powerpoint presentation and be really creative but i'm going to have my music and i'm just going to pitch up there on the day and be me in terms of the way that I'm going to present it because it is part of the how-to sessions um, it is the topic that I'm so passionate about and that's just how it is so what is then that absolute best marketing strategy that I have in the title well it is actually not the strategy that you are thinking of, which is probably um, more a tactic. So a lot of times people, when they, when they talk about, oh, how do I do marketing? How do I get more clients? How do I get more um, of my ideal clients? Maybe I get a lot of a certain type of clients, but they're not my ideal clients. Um, how do I get more of those? Uh, and then people often get stuck into tactics, into do I send more flowers? Where do I do a meet and greet? Those, those tactics, where's really, the most important marketing strategy starts in your mind. 
in your mindset and the way that you think about marketing. If you are one of those people that when you say or think or read or hear the word marketing, you equate that to selling, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna feel uncomfortable, okay? You're gonna feel uneasy. You're gonna go, oh, I don't wanna do that. Um, why? Because you equate it to selling, all right? So it's so important to reframe your thinking around marketing so so important and i want you to reframe it and this people is my absolute best strategy okay because if you can reframe this you can implement any how-to tactic when it comes to marketing that you can think of all right you can do it all and you're gonna love doing it but it starts with this absolute best strategy in terms of reframing your mindset and not equating marketing to sales but equating marketing to communicating how you can help. That's all you're doing, okay? You're communicating how you can help. You're telling people how you can help their child that's being bullied at school. You are telling people how you can help them deal with that bully at work that's causing them all that stress. You are telling GPs how you can help that patient of theirs that's been struggling with an eating disorder for the last 20 years and is still not where they need to be and is still struggling. Um, unless you can communicate that to them and again, communicate it with purpose, with passion, with conviction, you can't do the work that you're trained to do, okay? And, and you know, guys, we spend four, five, six, does, uh, uh, irrespective, you know, dependent, that's the word, on the type of allied health professional you are, you spend so much time, um, you know, at university, training, doing exams, case studies, doing practical hours and interns, uh, internships and placements to do this work. And it's so important that you need to hang on to that purpose, that drive that has gotten you through four, five, six years of university training to stick through it, to jump all through all those bloody hoops that you need to jump through to get registered. Okay, you need to hang on to that motivation and go, now when I truly am ready to do that purpose work, I need to start telling people about it. And that's all that marketing is, it's communication. It's, and it's the same for me and what I do in private practice success, or you know, for some of my um, practice owners that's currently venturing into online courses and building their own brands like I have done through Private Practice Success Australia. It's part, it's, it's about learning to tell people, being okay to tell people how I can help. So I tell people about how I can help them to market their practice, right? I'm doing that now by giving value and pitching up and saying, this is what I recommend. This is what I encourage you to do based on what I've learned. Unless I do this, unless I show up, whether it's on a live stream, whether it's through a Facebook post, whether it's through an email, uh, whether it's through a LinkedIn article, unless I communicate to you how I can help you build, expand, grow, develop your private practice, you're never going to know I exist. And the same is true for you in private practice, okay? And this is true for you if you're a brand new um, uh, practice owner, just starting out your private practice, or if you are a group practice owner and you've got a whole group of clinicians whose diaries you need to fill, 
or maybe you are a practice owner that's trying to move from a certain niche area in your practice to another niche area. It's really important that you do get comfortable with communicating how you can help. Hey Joni, so awesome seeing you on here. I haven't seen you on a live stream for quite some time. You will have to listen to the first part. It was brilliant, bloody brilliant if I say so myself. Um, so that people is my absolute best strategy. Start in the head, reframe marketing to not equaling sales, but to equaling how I can help people, communicating how I can help people and getting my message out there. All right. And then just because I like to give value, I'm going to give you a second awesome thing. Not only do you need to communicate to people how you can help, you need to do it consistently. Okay. Consistently. You want to be front of mind. Um, doing one flyer, one brochure, one meet and greet, one Facebook live, one post a month on your Facebook page ain't going to cut it. It just ain't going to cut it. It's not enough. There needs to be um, that recency of visibility. Okay. Um, so if you're going to do a lot of stuff on Facebook, you want to make sure that people regularly see your name and your brand. So for example, what I do um, when we post up, for example, a blog on the Psych Professionals website, we will of course share that. And I think Chelsea actually shared one this morning, my principal will share it on the Psych Professionals Facebook page. If I read that, because I wouldn't have read it before and then I go, oh, that's an awesome blog, I love it. What I will do is that I will boost that on uh, Facebook um, through um, Facebook, the business manager app, and I will boost it for $5 a day for the next three days. Okay. And that is just for brand awareness because I, and I would target, of course, the, um, our local area. So we'll put in the postcode for Logan Home and Kapalaba and to target people within 10 kilometer radius from that location. So I know it's people physically living in that area. And sometimes, let's say if it's about parenting and stuff like that, no worries, Jackie, glad to have you here. If it's around parenting, I would even be more specific with the targeting and target and tell Facebook, only show this to parents with kids between these ages, let's say 13 and 18, if it's a blog about teenagers um, in our local area. And you know, sometimes there will be a call to action and sometimes it won't, but it is about um, brand awareness, getting the name, the psych professionals out there on a regular basis in people's newsfeed, giving them value. Okay. Giving them value. So, so important. So first of all, right mindset. Secondly, once you've gotten the right mindset that marketing is an awesome thing, it's a great thing and it's a privilege actually and uh, to be telling people how you can help them and their patients if it's referring doctors or pediatrician psychiatrists and then you want to do it consistently so so important now if there's anybody on here that has a question for me i don't see any questions everybody's just been listening hey divya welcome thanks for hopping on I am just about at the end of the live stream though. You will have to go and watch on Facebook. I'm just looking here at my laptop because sometimes I can't see all the comments on the phone. So it's always good to have a look on the laptop and see if I've missed any. All right. So guys, as I wait for maybe um, a few more comments. Hey, Claudia, how are you? 
Excellent. Um, definitely watch the first um, because I've just come to the end of it. What I wanted to let you know is, you know, people often ask me um, tactics. So we've just spoken about two strategies, the mindset and consistency when it comes to marketing. And people often ask me a tactical question around social media. Now, I know that, um, hey, Frank, thanks for hopping on. There's a lot, uh, Maria says, must head off now. Yes, perfect. Enjoy your holiday here in sunny Queensland, Maria. Um, you know, a tactic that I do um, want to share with you is a quick note on Facebook. People often ask me about it because there's a lot of um, fear around Facebook, that type of thing. Um, you know, the short answer is, if you've got a, a, a private practice, you need to have a Facebook page, all right? Um, these days, if you don't have a Facebook page, people um, like not, not, uh, on, on Facebook, people's gonna think you're dodgy, okay? It's like you don't exist. It's the same if you don't have a website. So when a, a doctor gives a client a referral to you, all right, and it says, go and see Gerda at the psych professionals, for example, what's the first thing you think that patient's gonna do? Because they're curious, they wanna know who you are, what you look like, so they're gonna Google you, okay? If they don't find the uh, website, first and foremost, they might go, that's a bit odd. Can this person be really good if they don't have a website? Um, and then they might jump onto Facebook and go, let's see if they've got a Facebook page at least. And then, oh, they don't have a Facebook page. Do they even exist? Where the doctor find this person, just pull them out of their pocket? It's like, really, uh, you don't exist if you don't have a website and you don't have a Facebook page. Now, there's so much stuff that goes into having a Facebook page that's gonna work for you. No use starting one, pressing go live, and they're not using it, all right? So for those of you um, that don't have a Facebook page as yet, or you've got a Facebook page, but you're thinking, I'm really not using it optimally, uh, what I've decided to do is make a short training available to you. So I actually recently ran my How to Start a Private Practice course, and as part of that training, I put a bonus training together for them called Social Media for Private Practice. So it really looks at quite a number of things around um, Facebook. Now, I can't remember off the top of my head, so I actually wrote it down here. So the questions that I addressed in that training was, do I really need to do the social media thing, Gerda? Then what is the bare minimum for private practice? Answering questions like, do I need Facebook and why? What about LinkedIn? What about YouTube? What about Instagram? Because those are the four top um, and most popular social media platforms. We looked at uh, the biggest Facebook mistakes that you need to avoid, the best Facebook hacks, like really how to hack things on Facebook. We look at tips for maximizing the benefits of Facebook advertising. We looked at using Facebook stats, the statistics, where to find that and how to use that to guide your marketing. Also using uh, the the most important ethical considerations to keep in mind. And I know this is a big one because I think this is probably the biggest one that holds people back from really being active, out there, owning who they are, owning their purpose on Facebook. So we look at that as well in depth. Also what content to include, we talk about page versus profile, and we, t we also address some of those fears in terms of what is stopping you still. Now that you have all this knowledge that I've shared with you, what is still holding you back? 
and I'm gonna make that training available. It's just under an hour. It's around about 55 minutes more or less. Um, training on specific social media for private practice and you can get um, access to that training for only $27. All right, and I noticed that some of my next level masterminders are on this live stream. Remember guys, you get another 50% off because you're part of the membership group. So your link will be in the next level mastermind group. So this is a no-brainer, $27. This will probably be the best $27 you can invest in your knowledge around social media, you know? So stop spending hours and hours doing this research on Google, on YouTube, on the APRA website. I've got it all sorted for you. I've done the research for you. It is in the training for $27, that's crazy. But I really want to make this as easy as possible, okay? Because it's so important for you to use this amazing resource that we have in Facebook and social media in general to get out there. Now, if you've got any questions on that, please let me know, I'm happy to answer it. Hey, Anna, how's things in Perth? And you'll have to watch this right, live stream right from the start, okay? Because there's a lot of gold in it. Um, and I'll put the Next Level Mastermind link in that Facebook group as well. Those that are watching the recording, um, please post in any questions, any comments. I will come back and answer it. I'm probably going to go a bit offline for the next two hours as I put my presentation together for the APS Congress coming up at the end of September on how to market your private practice in a way that is ethical and values-based based. I can't wait to speak to you guys again. And by the way, if you're going to be at the conference, come and say hello. Come and look for me. I will be in the exhibition area uh, and come and listen to my presentation. That would be even more amazing. And remember guys, as always, all you need to do is say yes to your very own ultimate level five private practice. And I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.